Hi humans, welcome to Dearly Billy the podcast. This is the very first episode of this new venture of mine. My name is Billy, by the way, for those who don't know. And like I said, this is the very first episode of this new venture of mine. And I'm I'm going to be honest, right? I'm I'm anxious. I'm quite anxious about this because I started something like this last year. And I think I called it voice notes. I think that was what it was called. I called it voice notes. And the idea really was it, it, that it would just be this casual thing that I would just come to share interesting things happening in my life, perhaps lessons that I'm learning and just random thoughts that I have in my head, in my mind, because I do have a number of thoughts. I have a very busy mind. And so the idea really was to just be this casual thing. So it, 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 I, I took the um inspiration from the voice notes that i sent to my friends i'm i'm known to send really long voice notes right and i thought that since my friends didn't appreciate it as much maybe i would take it out to strangers to strangers who would appreciate it so it was just going to be this casual thing like just from from one friend to other friends and they would just be chill just thoughts in my head um thoughts that i was piecing together lessons that I, I was learning and all of that and I think I put out two episodes before I shut the whole thing down and here's why the thing is I'm I'm constantly conflicted about how much of myself I want to put out there and if you followed me perhaps on my other social media platforms for any length length of time or, or say for like the for a number of months or say a year you would have noticed that I started some things, right, that I did not see through to the end. And maybe, I, I mean, I don't want to assume. I typically don't like to think that I'm all that or that I <laughs> occupy any thoughts in anybody's mind. Like, people are just casually wondering, oh, so why did they really do this? So why is it really doing that? I really, <laughs> I really don't think that I'm all that. But just assuming that there's one human out there who probably wondered about it or so why did they really start a youtube channel and then stop she started the podcast and then stop the thing is i'm like i said I'm, I'm just i'm constantly conflicted about how much of myself i want to share with the world right and i just i don't know how i don't know how much vulnerability is too vulnerable right and this this is deeply rooted in 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 a number of things but i think that because oh gosh it's 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 a lot and if i'm being honest is it's questions that i'm i'm as i'm asking myself right now and investigations that are still going on in my own heart oh by the way if the if you hear the audio fluctuating say going up and down just know that i'm moving my head a lot um i'm shifting my head back and away from the mic like that because it's really the only way i can i can gather my thoughts in an ideal situation i'll probably be pacing and talking because it's really how it's really how i the most effective way for me to to gather my thoughts but this is not an ideal recording situation so i'll just have to make do so if there's any fluctuations or any inconsistencies with the audio that's why where was i okay yes so how much vulnerability is is too vulnerable right like how much and let, let me tell you one, one particular one particular incident with that that podcast venture before that i shut down 
that really sort of cemented the whole thing and i was just like you know what no i'm not i'm not ready to to be this i'm not ready to 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 be this open or to share this much or to and it wasn't it wasn't even like i was saying anything anything that was scandalous or anything it wasn't anything like that but let me share this with you so i think it was after the first episode i had recorded or maybe the second i think it was after the second episode um a lady reached out to me one of um someone uh, someone who follows me on on instagram sent me a dm and she was like i I mean a sweet young lady i don't think she meant any harm but it, it, it sort of built on the on that shaky foundation or that uncertainty that was already playing around in my mind and she was like oh billy well thank you for this episode but like when i was listening to it i'm paraphrasing actually when i was listening to it i just thought ah you know are you oversharing Ah, you know but you know if vulnerability is is what you think you need then that's fine (laughs) something along those lines she was just like oh i listened to it and i was a little bit i felt a little somehow that maybe you were talking too much or oversharing i was worried but you know if vulnerability is what you need then fine and (laughs) And I mean, I know that she probably didn't mean any harm. Um, ministers are supposed to look a certain way. And so that's the other thing. Please bear with the with with how scattered my contemplations will be in these podcasts. It's the way that I think. And if you can make sense of it, of all of the uh of all of the pieces, all of the units, all of the, the bits that will be will be sent out to the world, then you're an OG, I salute you. As I was saying. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Welcome to the Dearly Billy podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Dearly Billy the podcast. Uh, okay, what was I thinking? What was I going to say? Yes, the vulnerability thing, right? I know that she probably, she probably did not mean any harm. But like I said, it, it, her, that, that message just built on 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 the instability the uncertainty about how open I, I want to be on the streets of the internet i mean that's uncertainty that i already had and so when the message came in i just thought nah i like i can't do it i can't do this like i'm not i'm not ready like i don't i don't think i mean see this this has been this has been a struggle for a while and in my current investigations and my current probings like checking myself what is this in fact in the place of prayer yesterday in place of my my private devotion yesterday i i became so frustrated by it that my my prayer now became more of me ratting myself out to god and just so it sounded something like lord kill this pride thing in my heart this this i know that it is pride and i want you to address it lord i need you to to help me kill this thing this this thing that this desire for self-preservation like this obsessive need for self-preservation to present a certain way to package a certain way to just be a certain way lord kill it like this this need to fit a certain mode because i think it's the only way that i can be taken seriously as a minister quote and unquote as a woman of god quote and unquote I don't I don't want to live like this, right? I don't want to serve you like this. I I I I want a very simple life. I don't want any burdens of anybody's expectations for what 
for how a woman of God is supposed to comport or how seriously she's supposed to present her, you know, herself in in pop. I, I just I don't want any of that. And I said this in my place of of devotion yesterday. I just want to love you. I just want to love Jesus and follow His will for my life in every season. I don't want to look a certain way that is not prescribed in scripture or by scripture whilst doing that. I want to love Jesus and I want to prosecute every purpose for which he has raised me raised me up and called me out of darkness to light. But I don't want to have to look a certain way or fit a certain mold in order to do that. I don't want to serve God and live for, for, live for his good pleasure with any of those you know human expectations i don't want that i don't want that i don't want that burden and i I, it just it didn't occur to me before now before very recently that i was under that, that i was under pressure to present a certain way so don't don't say certain things don't um don't be too casual don't laugh to it it's just it's this it's this whole thing and if you're not in ministry it will probably be weird like if you're not in ministry ministry it will probably be a little strange you might not even understand what i'm talking about but just let me right because the way i entered into ministry i i was already in ministry before my devotion with god even took off right i was in ministry before i was before i was even taking growth as a believer seriously so I entered into ministry, you know, I was part of this, uh, as part of this singing group, we used to just go to places and we would minister and people would be so blessed. I, I, I think I, I was, I was a backup singer and, you know, sometimes I'll be giving the, the mic to lead, um, certain ministrations and it was, it was a really beautiful time. I really, I'm grateful for that season of my life because it, it has shaped me and it, it has really brought it has really colored the person that I am today. But if I could go back and do it all over again, I don't think that I would have I would have started. At the, I don't think I would have lent myself to that venture or started ministry at that time because I still had a lot of a lot of growing up to do, a lot of discipleship and just taking root so that I can take him root downward, so that I can bear fruit upwards. I still had a lot of that. So I, I mean, I had just been a few months or even a few weeks saved. I think a few months saved or a few weeks, a few months, few weeks, whatever, <laughs> saved when I I got the invitation to be to become a part of this of this um, music group. And you know, because I didn't really I, at that time, it didn't really occur to me. I didn't understand the idea of sitting down and asking god do i go ahead with this or like do i do i is it time i didn't i didn't really understand the concept of god's timing and how some sometimes certain things can be good but it's just not the right time and so when i got the invitation i was so excited because they they had come to my school to minister at the time and i was just so blessed and it was just a thing in my heart that i thought oh i would really like to be a part of this band and do what they do and that was it that was it and a few weeks later i was invited to be to become a part of the team and that was how it started so before i even before i even took roots before i even took deep roots before real true discipleship even started for me i was already in ministry and so i already learned 
about a certain image. I already learned about a certain picture, you know, that fits a man or a woman in ministry before I even before I even understood the liberty of being a child of God. Do you understand? Like I I I I, I was already I already learned the packaging. <laughs> I already I was already learning the packaging before I was even learning the intimacy. And let me tell you, this is it's a the hierarchy is that hierarchy is just messed up. Learning the branding first before you are learning the intimacy, learning to work for God before you are learning to work with Him. Is that's just a very messed up scale of preference. It's a very messed up hierarchy. I would not absolutely not recommend it because I made a lot of mistakes that even up till now. I mean, I know how people people sometimes say, oh, I don't regret anything that I did in the past or any mistakes that I made because it, it has formed me, made me who I am today. Like, I understand the sentiment and all of that, but let's be real. Like, let's be serious. There's just some things you think about sometimes and you just go, oh, gosh, I wish I didn't do that. Like, I wish I never had, I wish that season of my life just never happened. But, oh, well, we give God all the glory because he, he knows how to turn our messes into messages. So like i was saying i learned branding first and just how to package as a minister and how to look a certain way as a as a man of god as a woman of god i learned that before i i learned to enjoy the freedom in christ jesus before i learned to just enjoy that liberty with with, with within the the boundaries of righteousness and that's not is, is that's not a good place to start from the latter should come before the former but it didn't happen that way for me. So I didn't under, I didn't even know. I was not consciously aware that I I was posturing a certain way. And I was just I, I, I was I was trying to fit a certain mold and was being under putting myself under so much pressure because I it, it's it's what I had seen and it's what I thought that people expected. And so I just if you want to be taken seriously in ministry, especially as a woman in ministry, you have to just be this way and just look this way and you can't there's certain things that you cannot say this air of mystery (laughs) oh lord help my heart this air of mystery like just be like this and just let it just be something mysterious this this and listen this is i don't know how how to say this if there's any ministers listening to me perhaps we should investigate this thing together like perhaps we should actually probe ourselves and just check our own hearts and find out why like why why we sometimes posture the way that we do and why there's this compulsive need to just be seen in a certain light and just be hallowed a certain way and just to be honored in a set and there's just this there's just this idea that if you if you if you are a person that God is using, then this is the way that you must be, and this is the way that you must comport and present. And you know, you have to be enshrouded, you know, by by some degree of mystery because you are Adonai. <laughs> and you just you just have to be a certain way and walk a certain way and talk a certain way. And it just it doesn't make any sense because that's not where the power of God is. That's not where the wisdom of God is. You know, that's not that's not that's not where the the oil is. Do you understand? The oil is in intimacy. In fact, I think I think that 
God can make the most of a man. God can do the most with a man who is his most genuine self. I don't think that God likes posturing very much. I don't think that God likes packaging very much. I don't think that God likes, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't think that because when I, when I read through scripture, I just recently went back to the book of Acts because I felt a leading to go back and, and reread it and just study it and just let it sit in my heart again. And I, I actually finished last night and I saw the different kinds of people that God used and no man was exactly like the other these were men with with you know different temperaments and just different personalities and they were all beautifully used in their own in their own uh, in their own rights and God used did mighty wonderful beautiful powerful things through them and they never I don't see anywhere in scripture where someone has to posture a certain way or be so anxious of saying the wrong things or, or not even not even the wrong things saying the things that that do not seem to be consistent with a ministry person with a clergyman or a clergywoman to be used i don't see anything like that these were just ordinary men who came from ordinary backgrounds that god had mercy on and he used them you know he used them mightily he worked in them and he worked through them and it is such a beautiful testimony that we who are posterity can go back and read and if anything it should encourage us to also be our genuine selves now i'm not talking about uh, uh, you know anything regarding the fruit of the spirit because if obviously if you are if what you are portraying or if your genuine self your true self is the opposite of say gentleness or patience or kindness then that's not really your genuine that's just that's just the old adam and you know the holy spirit has to work on that man so that the fruit of the spirit can find expression through you so i'm not i'm not i'm not talking about retaining the traits or the characteristics of the old man that you had before christ just because you want to be genuine where you make callous jokes and use crude words and and just do silly things like that refusing to grow because god uses genuine men no that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is personality where um someone who 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 is naturally someone who naturally has many thoughts and just likes to to uh someone who how do i say this now if for for example you're someone you're not a a quiet person because there are actually people who can sit through a meeting and not say anything and be very okay with it there are people on the other hand who just like have to contribute not silly contributions they really do have genuine helpful things to say and they just they just have to talk because they are they, they are people who talk right and i think that that's a blessing i think i think oratory can be such a a beautiful gift that can be used for the glory of god now if that person who is blessed with such beautiful gift of oratory decides you know what in this meeting let me be mysterious so that people will wonder hmm, what is going on in the in the mind of the man or the woman of god like what 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 is maybe god is even speaking to him by so quiet so reserved so mysterious you know he's not even saying anything he was 
just so gen- as gentle as a dove, never uttering a word, silent to the. If if you are deliberately being that way because you think that is the way that 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 is the way that someone in ministry, that's the way a minister, a man or woman of God is supposed to comport. That's posturing, and at the very root of that is pride. Because really what you are after, really what it is about is your own image, how you want to be perceived, how you want to be seen, you know, the kind of respect and regard and honor you want to receive from men. And I think it's such a silly thing. I think it's a really silly thing. And so this this question of vulnerability is something that i've been asking for a long time and and i'm asking even more right now it seems like in this season of my life god is actually is he's actually amplifying it a lot more like it's like it's something that he he truly wants to deal with something that he truly wants to to work on in fact it is so he's so intentional about the work that he's doing that I'm at the I'm at the stage in my life right now where I'm learning to be somebody's friend again. I don't know, let me not say again because I don't I don't I don't know that I've ever learned that lesson before now. I don't think I, I've ever truly actually learned that lesson before now. In all of my friendships, and I don't have many friends. In 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 the few friendships that I have, I find that and this actually <laughs> It came from a conversation that I was having with a pastor friend of mine on on Saturday evening. Um, so this is what happened, right? On Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, I I I was on my way out for evangelism, and then he sent me a message and said, "Oh, that he would like to to give me a call later in the day, and I should just let him know when he can call." Right? So I said oh that i'm on my way out to evangelism right now but when i come back i'll give him a call like i'll call him back sorry i'll i'll call him because he never did call <laughs> well so i'll call him and he said okay so i came back and the me of before and i, I really i was honest with him on that phone call i said the the person that i was before god started doing this deliberate work of killing that that um uh that level of pride because if god does not point it out you will not know that it's pride you will just think that you are being ultra careful with your friendships and maybe it's just the way you are you're just really introverted you don't really like a lot of people around you and you're not you're not exactly very jovial or a very friendly person and you just like your own space and i'm not saying that there are no you know introverted people you know what i'm getting ahead of myself let me let me go back to this gist you guys so i said okay so i, I said to him that the me of before actually would not have called you today even if i said that i was going to i would have i would have been so overcome with anxiety and made an excuse not to call because this is the way that my mind would work right i would think what if i get on this phone call now and you know in the course of conversing with this person i don't appear as impressive you know maybe i, I they, they talk to me and then they realize oh she's not even all that and this is such a silly thing like it's you might you are probably listening to this and wondering eh, like from where to where but like it's the silliest thing 
and that's how see when god wants to help a man the bible i want to say the bible says the bible does not say but from from experiences both bible experiences and personal experiences and the testimonies of brethren we've seen that god reveals to redeem when god reveals a thing if he if he reveals something in your heart that is not right something that needs to change something that needs to go he wants to help he wants to redeem you of that thing when he reveals a problem he's not just saying it to give information he reveals it to redeem so you might not even know or realize that this is actually a problem you 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 might just even take it as this is just the way that i am until god actually sits you down and begins to talk to you about how this this way that you are acting or these principles these value systems that you hold dear or this way that you see yourself is not in consonance with with the work of the holy spirit in you or the work that the holy spirit is supposed to be doing in your in your in your heart as a christian so i told him that i would i would really not have called really that i would have been so over overcome by anxiety and just so overwhelmed that oh perhaps this person may talk to me now and just realize that ah ha you know well she's not really that big a deal she's not you know really all that and maybe in the course of the conversation i might overshare or overtalk or say something that i'm not supposed to say or something that does not sound very ministry or just something like that but you know i told myself that i was going to call you today and i and i asked god to help me because this is something that god and i have been dealing with in recent times and i'm glad that he gave me the courage to call you today and it was i really i really talked that was, that was quite a long conversation and i i, I was very honest and open about se- certain things that i would normally not be open and honest about and he actually said to me that he 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 really understood you know i mean <laughs> he actually understood like he under, he understood this this need to also comport in a certain minis, minis, ministrish way that's not a word but permit me he understood that this this desire this obsessive need for 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 ministers especially the upcoming ones like us to to just present a certain way in order to be to be taken seriously in order to be seen as people who are who actually <laughs> know what they are doing just presenting a certain way in order to be taken seriously as someone who is really on on fire quote and unquote for god and he really understood and it was a, it was a really 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 lovely conversation i don't know how i got to this how i got to this point but i was i was saying something about me learning how to be how to be a friend all over again in my in my relationships in the past in my friendships in the past i have been so guarded right i've been so so just so guarded so self-preserving in my affections is that the word let me explain it i will be there if you need me to you know uh, meet a need for you perhaps you need me to pray for you to give you advice maybe to help in some other way i mean you need me to come through in some way i will come through as long as you need me to do something i will do it 
but in the way of just enjoying my friends right and just letting myself be blessed by their fellowship letting myself be blessed by their love by their care there's this there's this i don't know what to call it a defense mechanism this need that i've had to preserve myself to not to be just to be open but not open enough that all of my guard is let down not to be vulnerable but not vulnerable enough that they now know everything and know every weakness and know every flaw and know everything that i'm they've accused me many times the few friends i have have accused me many many times even up until recently of only sharing up of only sharing my woes and sharing my failures after i have overcome them i'm not the kind of person to be in dire need or to be sinking and say oh this is what is happening this is what is happening and to go into detail i could just say something vague like oh please pray for me i'm going through like something difficult except but if they need me right i will come through and i'll be present and just do everything that they need me to do but to enjoy that same the way that i water my friends to allow myself be watered in that way to allow myself receive care and receive affection and receive the joys of that the joys of that camaraderie the joys of that fellowship i it, it's difficult for me and you know thinking about it now i think this this started even way before I, I, I learned to be in ministry perhaps. I was quite a misunderstood child for, for, for many reasons. In fact, I was, I was a really bubbly person when I was younger. I was, I was a very, I'm, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the person that they would, I'm the person that they would report for making noise or for muttering in class after the teacher says, keep quiet. Cause, cause I was always talking, right? And I was just very jovial and bubbly. I had a lot of energy. I was quite a hyperactive, a hyperactive child. It wasn't until very recently, as recently as maybe six, seven years ago, I think, that I started to. I mean, I would, I would describe myself as introverted, even though now I am, I'm, I'm kind of bored with the labels, the extroverted, the introverted. Like I just, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. It's one of the things I mentioned in, in the place of devotion yesterday. I just, I said to God, I'm done with these labels. This introvert, you, I'm an introverted person. I'm an extrovert. I just, I don't want it anymore. Like I don't want these labels anymore. I just want to be a person, right? I just want to be a person who loves Jesus, who is growing in grace and going from strength to i just i just want to be a person that loves jesus i'm done with the labels but for the sake of of context right i would right now as an adult describe myself as an introverted person but i didn't used to be this way as a child i was quite the opposite of this like i can sit now for days just with my own thoughts and there will be no humans around and i'll be okay right but it didn't used to be this way when i was younger i loved people I still love people by the way i loved community i loved hanging out with people you know i i i i enjoyed the company of friends and but i was quite a misunderstood child and i think that that has bled into who i now am as an adult and has shaped the person that i am now so i guess i just hold many things in and withhold the vulnerability that is actually true vulnerability i mean 
I can share certain things and make it look like I'm being open and honest, but I know deep inside my heart that there's many things that I'm holding back. Now, those real things, right? Those things that I'm holding back, they are actually the true vulnerability for me. And I, I don't think I've ever been honest enough with any of my friendships. I, I, I don't think I've ever been that honest or, or been that vulnerable, that open, just that weak in, in, with, any of my, with any of my friendships where I just said, oh, this is you know this is this is what i'm dealing with this is the this is the challenge this is the attack this is what i'm currently fighting with this is the beast that i'm i'm currently battling with please give me a hand please help me just combat this thing together i don't think that i've ever been that vulnerable you know both with old friendships I always say that the people that I've been friends with for a, for a long time, that people that the people that I've been friends with for years and that I'm still friends with, are people. Uh, 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 okay, no, this is what I want to say. The people that I have been friends with for years, I am still friends with not because I'm a good friend, but because they are very patient people. <laughs> All my old friendships, my friendships that have that have lasted years, that still exist right now are friendships that are that still are because the other parties are just really patient people and they truly they do truly deeply love me because left to me i would just i will i will be here for you honey like i I will be here when you need me when you need something of me but when when i am in need i just i want to be left alone to figure it out like i don't want to be open or honest and share that this is what i need help with or this is what i'm i'm currently wrestling with no and god is teaching me and i say this very carefully because sometimes i used to giggle at people who (laughs) for example they would they would go off social media for like a a few days maybe like four or five days then they'll now come back and then their post will now start with in this season i have been learning that (laughs) My sister and I were laughing about it the other day. I was just you come back from like a two-day social media break or a three-day social media break and be like, I have been learning so much in this in this season. I just I I, I think it very I mean it's cute, but I think it I think it's really funny. I'm like, you've just been learning that in the two, three days you've been gone, okay? <laughs> but okay, so I say this very carefully when I say that indeed God has truly been teaching me. And I say that God has been teaching me and I've been learning this because I can see myself putting it into practice and I'm just, I'm enjoying God's help with this. But God has been teaching me and I've been learning that that vulnerability is not a, is not a shameful thing. It's not a thing to be scared of, a thing to be afraid of. Vulnerability is, is courage because we humans, I think we just naturally have a, a, a need for self-preservation right i think it's a it's a human thing this need for self-preservation to protect yourself to defend yourself to 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 guard yourself against against hurt and against exposure right there's just this this need for self-preservation and so the opposite of that being vulnerable and being open and being honest with people that is strength right any anybody can can self-preserve anybody can decide you know what nobody's going to know anything about me nobody i'm going to just 
present a certain way like i have it all together and like there's 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 no issues going on with me like i have no problems in life and like everything is really going well for me i'm just i'm going to present like this right it really takes strength and courage to say listen i know you see me and you admire what god is doing in me but i need you to understand that i am a i'm a person i'm a human person like you i'm an ordinary person who is enjoying the mercy and the grace of god and if you look at me and admire anything that god is doing in and through me if you look at me and admire anything that god is doing with me what i want you to take away from it is that you also can be like this because if God can take a person, if God can take a person like me with my weaknesses and my flaws and everything that is not right with me and everything that I'm scared to be vulnerable about, and if God can take all of that and use it, if God can take all of that and and decide, you know what, you have all the qualifications that I need. Let's 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 run with this. Then what I want you to take away from that is that God can also use anybody. It's not for you to look at me and then think that I have this 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 special endowment this special qualification that no other human or you know this special qualification that is just reserved for several select (laughs) choice people that's not what i want you to take away from that if there's anything if you if you you ever watch my hands heal the sick if you ever watch my hands raise the dead if you ever watch me um minister to the oppressed and they receive deliverance teach those in darkness and they receive light what i want you to take away from that is the power of God and the 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 results, the effects of the power of God in an ordinary surrendered vessel? That's what I want you to take away. Not I, I don't want you to begin to hallow me or begin to glorify me or begin to see me in a light that I'm not supposed to be seen in. That no mortal man is supposed to be seen in. I don't want that. I do. I mean this from the depth of my heart. If you see anything about me that you ever ad- admire, and you 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 know you just say, "Lord, I want this." I want you to be able to say, "I want this," and believe that you can have it. Because if God can do it with a belly, why not me? If God can do it with her, you know, with with everything that she is and everything that she's not, then certainly God can do it with me. And really, this is what I want. And so I have made a conscious decision now. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know, even implementing it. That I want to be more vulnerable to in my in my friendships. I mean, I know that the internet is not a safe, is not always a safe space. But to some extent, I also want to be quite vulnerable. I want to be able to, to share, you know, mistakes to share the things i'm learning but to also share the testimony of jesus christ as i witness it every day in my life because i'll be very dishonest to say that oh it's just mistakes upon mistakes no we're enjoying the grace of god we are learning growth is actually a thing that is possible in christ growth is actually a thing that is possible by the help of the holy spirit and i've seen that how i'm not today the person that i was last year the person that i was even two weeks ago how desires are changing you know appetites for certain things i thought i wanted before and i really in fact there were things that i prayed about in praying more desperately for god's perfect will to be done in and through me i find that those desires are dying so it's not all mistakes and all flaws and all weaknesses and thank god for that it's not by by my own power or my own strength 
but I, I need you to know it's not all weaknesses there's also testimonies you know there's also mighty things that are happening there's growth there is growth but there's also places where you know those growths are just coming in trickles and we can be honest i think about these things and say look this is where we are and this is what god is doing so that when the testimony comes you 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 can see the track record this is where we started from and this is where we are now this is where we started from and this is what god has done see what god has done and um i don't even know if you if this podcast was about anything in particular but i guess this was just what was on my heart to talk about today and this is really how it's going to be i'll just come on here and talk about whatever it is that is on my heart funny funny anecdotes funny experiences you know not funny experiences just random thoughts that i'm trying to piece together in my mind that's really what this is going to be so it will just be casual even though this is this is this podcast is not titled voice note you you should see it as one it's a voice note from a friend to another friend to from a sister to another sister or to an, to a brother so um yeah god is so kind god is so kind and just god is so god is so merciful and there's liberty in him there's liberty in him to just be you know to just be to not have to arrange or just package to look like a certain thing or to present a certain way in order there's just liberty in god and i i don't know how how how, i don't know what the length of my days are i don't know how many years i have left on this side of eternity but what i do know is that for, for whatever time that i have left i want to enjoy liberty in christ jesus i want to grow as a son of god i want to grow as a woman of god as a woman that god has stationed in 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 ministry it's it's a privilege of my life to be able to do the work that i do i don't take it for for granted i don't think that it's a cheap thing it is one of the highest honors of my life that I can serve God in the capacity that I do in his vineyard and on the field, evangelizing to lost souls and preaching Jesus and in church, you know, witnessing about the great works that he's doing and teaching the gospel and building the saints in whatever capacity that God engraces me and, and you know, grants me the privilege to. It is the highest honor of my life to do this. But whilst I'm doing it, I want to enjoy liberty. I simply want to be a son of God, a daughter of God in, in, in all of this that I'm doing. I don't want to look like a certain thing. I don't want to be a certain way. I just want to be a son of God, a woman that is marvelously helped by God. And that's about it. That's that's about it. Um, This is 42-ish minutes long. <laughs> if you listen up until this point, thank you so much. I will try to do a couple of episodes every week, maybe two or one i would just i'll try to be as as consistent as i possibly can um if this blessed you and you think you'll bless someone else please feel free to share and um yeah i'm not exactly sure how to end this but it's been such an absolute delight recording this in the process of doing so i have also like arranged certain thoughts <laughs> in my head and certain things are even clearer to me now even in the course of speaking so this has been a blessing to me as well i give all thanks to god and i this was such an amazing um, 
episode this is very exciting i hope that i don't <laughs> i don't shut it down the way that i won't i promise i won't i'll just leave it um but yeah thank you so much for listening once again this was Bieli Ebele, the podcast. I'll see you in my very next episode. Bye, humans. <laughs>